tuned in to Mastering Mitzvahs. Mastering Mitzvahs. A podcast focused on creating the perfect bar and bat mitzvah celebration. Offering tips, tricks, and trends to ensure an amazing event. Mastering Mitzvahs. From New Jersey's own explosive entertainment. Explosive entertainment. I know you're going to dig this. And here they are. Your hosts, Jordan Marshall and Mike Langser. We're doing this. We're back. We're back again. Guys, it is Mastering Mitzvahs, Jordan Marshall, Mike Langser. We're back again. And Mike, we took the show on the road this week. This is our sixth episode. We've been getting such great feedback on the podcast. And we have 350 listens so far. It's amazing. Two I'll weeks. Anything more than one listen is a win for me. Makes, so, makes it worth our time. So that's cool. So where are we at? We're at I Play America, a place that's near and dear to my heart. I, we'll probably get into that in a little bit. I Play America is right in downtown Freehold, uh, right off Route 9. It's an indoor amusement park with an incredible banquet and event space that we're going to get into. And our special guest today is the one and only Jessica Schwartz. Jessica Schwartz! Hello! Yes! Very cool. Jessica Schwartz, what is your title and role here? So I'm the Vice President of Sales and Marketing here at I Play America and the Event Center at IPA. Awesome. Yeah. Very cool. And so Jess, for everybody that's listening, is... In it, she's in it each and every weekend. Uh, Barbot misses uh, primarily uh, life, uh, lifetime milestone events, um, helping to uh, kind of narrate and develop all kinds of cool event concept. So when it comes to knowing the coolest of the cool that's going on in the event world, Jess is the poo, and we're going to take a big whiff this morning and have some fun, right? <laughs> so Je- Jessica not only is the sales and marketing director here, but she's also a past client of Ex- Explosive. And a very close friend to us. This is true. Here. She's pa- our girl. And upcoming, too. Yes. Right. Jillian's coming up in October 2020. So, Jessica knows the ish, as Jordan would That's say. That's it, the ish. Mitzvahs. Nice job, Mikey. Well done. <laughs> she does, she does. And before we get to Jillian, we actually had the, uh, the privilege and the pleasure to uh, work with Jess on her son, Matt, uh, for Matt Mania. So, uh, what was that like for you? Jess kind of planning that event for Maddie. He was the first, right? Yes, the first. And it, it was a very overwhelming experience is the way I would explain it. Um, being in this being in this industry and seeing so many mitzvahs and also being someone that just absolutely loves to give parties, I was like, I could do this with my eyes shut. Mm-hmm. But you really don't understand the magnitude of all of the details and all of the different things that you have to do for a bar or bat mitzvah. Um, until you're really in the thick of it. Right. And um, so it was very overwhelming, but also very fulfilling um, to see your son have what he describes as the best night of his entire life. Who he still and talks about. Yes, I might say, I does. still get Instagram DMs, I still get messages being like, that was the best day ever. If we come up on an anniversary, he's sending a picture. Yeah. He, he was the man. He really, I mean, we, we really created a vision for him. And, you know, working with great vendors like you guys and, um, by design team and so on mm-hmm. and so forth, it, it really helped as well because you, you're like, you know, really focusing on certain points and you got to really listen to your vendors. You guys were awesome with me with giving ideas and insight and trying to, you know, make things the best that they could possibly yeah, right. be and create the vision. For the listeners, how long were you planning this? I when, mean, did you get, when did since, you get the Since date? he was in the womb, <laughs> I was planning this. That it was, was part of your speech, It was actually. supposed to be Matopoly, but, you know, that didn't fly with a 13-year-old no, boy. No. So, uh, but no, really, we got the date, I guess, what, three, four years before 
four years. Ladies and gentlemen, if you're out there and you get your date four years before, this means that you don't shelf it and put it on the back shelf and just take your time with it. You got to get some stuff rolling, right? You got to yeah. get some things. Yeah, moving. no, you do. And I, I thought I, I thought I was really ahead of the game mm -hmm. with everything. I mean, between um, you know choosing my vendors and I, I guess being in the being in the market, you you know a lot of the vendors and a lot of the people that you know. You're, you're, who you who you're comfortable working right. with, um, but someone that knows absolutely nothing or hasn't even been involved in it, I would definitely say go out, look at the different vendors and and so on and so forth, so you can figure out who you want to work with. And That's the most important. When thing, you I think. when you came to us, you already knew you were doing wrestling themes. Yes, I was okay. gonna say what was Matt's vibe? He was going with what? Matt 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 Mania. So yep. Matt is a gigantic wrestling fan. It also helps yes. that wrestling is like my evil brainchild on the side. So we were able to come up with some really really cool ideas totally. to make this thing stand out. Yeah. So imagine in our world, like we we had fun because we knew what we were walking into. Yeah. Sometimes right. we sit in this room with a, a client and we're like, so what's your theme? I have no idea. Right. What is your son into? I'm not really sure. Right. And we're starting from from zero. We, right. we have no idea what direction. And sometimes it might even be a topic that we're not even that educated on, where right. we got to kind of do research and see what's out there and things like that. We don't know. I mean, like, we like to think we know more than the average, you know, right. which is cool. But sometimes we got to do a little bit of research on it, too. So. Yeah, and I see that with a lot of my friends. I mean, obviously... All of my friends are in this misfit world. I thought right. that I thought we were done after Matthew was done. I literally have six bar about misfits over the next three months, and it's just crazy. And it's so funny to see how how tough you're actually saying that it was, being that you had a lot of the items and and the the things that you wanted to do at your disposal. You had the venue, you had you know, like your space where you were doing it, and like you already had some things kind of knocked out, and it was yeah. still crazy. Yeah, and it's still crazy. I mean, just. You know, tagging the sweatshirts, figuring out what's, I mean, all these things. I, I thought I had the perfect spreadsheet, but apparently it wasn't broken out the right way for the printer, which right. wasn't broken out the right way for the sweatshirt person. So it's just really learning all of those things. I think it's going to be a lot easier when I do it again, um, being through it all. But what I say is, I mean, I planned my wedding out of state, mm -hmm. and I did it with my eyes closed. But a mitzvah is, is just such a different experience I guess and, and being a mom and you're, you're doing it for your child right so I think the pressure on you as a parent is even greater because you want to make it this amazing day this best day of their life and my husband kept saying you know when um, as a man as you get older like this is the pinnacle the bar mitzvahs the like last day that's really about 100% about you i mean yes you have a wedding and that's great but you're sharing it with someone else you have a kid you're sharing ha sharing that with someone else but your bar mitzvah is like your day it's right. all about you so I, I i put i guess a lot of pressure on myself to make it this unbelievable day um, but seeing matthew and he actually did an instagram post uh, when he was walking in the room mm -hmm. and just his sheer excitement about, oh, wow, wow, oh, wow, look at this. Look, he didn't know a lot Almost of Almost like stuff. his vision was brought to life. Yes. And, oh, my God, mom is cool. Yes. I can believe her. Yes. This is crazy. She's been saying it forever. She totally showed it today, yeah. which is awesome. Yeah. That's and, great. And you guys were a huge, you know, part of that, you know, making his dream and his reality. I felt so like true. I was your son. I wanted <laughs> to be there. It was, like, the greatest thing ever. Guys, if you haven't seen this yet, we have recaps on our site. If you want to see a direct link for some pictures and get some cool ideas, um, you know, hit us up directly, myself, Mike. Uh, obviously, we'll give you Jess's info at the end of the cast. You could, you know, kind of bounce some ideas off of her. We have some great pictures, some great feedback. Guys, definitely want to check this party out if you haven't seen it. It was awesome.
It was a lot of fun. Lots so, and lots so with Jillian coming up, how, yeah. how, well, you have a theme in mind. I don't know if you want to let it out yeah, to the I'm world Yeah, I'm not yet. allowed to disclose to the world. She's the polar opposite of Oh, you signed the NDA, huh? I could tell the, I could tell the world <laughs> about his her, she's like, I don't. Want, I want people to be surprised. And you know, Jillian's going to listen to this too. Exactly. Start so, to finish. She'll right. know so, if you did it. So, so we'll, we'll we'll be on that hush about it. But it is a very <laughs> out of the box theme, also. I mean, and that was kind of the hard part with Matthews as well. Like, there's a lot of resources out there to go and see pictures and see setups and and his theme, WWE wrestling, is just not a popular theme. Right. So everything had to be created kind of from scratch. I was going to say popular enough to where the, the kids or, or the families planning to know the ins and outs to really make it an authentic WWE type. Like if you were to go to a live event yes. like, we're, like we're familiar with, right. what would it look like? Right. So right. so, so let, let's compare the two. So, so. Uh, the, the goal of this podcast is to have uh, families listening, people yeah, who are planning. We want to give them tips. So sure thing. with Matthew, it was WWE theme and, right. and you know the food was concession style. It was very casual. The uh, decor was very edgy, like uh, stadium like, stadium like, yeah, yeah a lot of metal. Like if you guys have ever been to the Prudential Center out here by us in New Jersey to see a Devils game or anything, it looked like you jumped into the Prudential Center. Yes, yes, and that was event, that was the awesome. feel of it. With Jill's, we're looking for something, and I can talk about overall idea of hers, just not the specific. You're going theme. much more girly, she, much more yeah, feminine, I mean, and yeah, mm-hmm. she's a girly girl. So we're like, what can we do? You know, I want like mirrors and crystals and. And, you know, hot pink and red accents and, um, you know, really the polar opposite. And also having it in the same space, whether or not we choose to do it in the exact same room that we have here at I Play America or the room next door. Um, you, I just want it to be completely different from what our friends and family experience with Matt, even down to the food. You know, we, I've been having conversations with the executive chef and VP of food and beverage here about how we're going to how we're going to do the food and you know keeping it elegant but not having it stuffy like a sit down dinner which you know to people listening that's that's a big thing to think about you know you you want elegant but you also don't want stuffy and and a sit down dinner changes the whole vibe of the party now some people may want that vibe and I'm sure you work with people that say we want a break for an hour me and my family and friends are, are people that want to have a party. Right. So I didn't want to break up the party. I didn't want you guys to stop very much. And let, you know, I, I wanted the party to continue. We, we, we had an event this past week, and they had a four-course served meal for the adults, and it felt like the adults were in their seats, like, endlessly. And right. It was all by caterer's design, was keep them in their seats for this course than that course and I mean we were rocking the kids the whole time but right. we were starting to like shake and get antsy like we need these adults and it was every time we turn around another course of food came out right. so, such a big thing you would say like how you plan your menu can really have an outcome or an effect on, on the flow of the event I think it has a huge outcome on the flow of the event when when we did Matt's what we made sure to do was I wanted a plated salad and I wanted people even though we came off of this big cocktail hour I wanted people to sit down because you have all the the speeches and the announcements, and then you go into the candlelighting. So it was important to me to get all of that done and out of the way in the beginning. Right. So we had, you know, everyone sat, they had their salad, they got a couple of drinks, they listened to the whole thing, and then it was just 
party the whole time. Um, and, and I like that. So in planning Jill's, that's another thing that we're, we're really trying to think about. Like, how do I do this upscale nice food without having a sit-down dinner? So we're going to go with lots of different stations and, you know, small plates, things like that. But elegant, you know, a seared ahi tuna carving station instead of your that's typical awesome. turkey. And that's what's really cool. A little it. plug for I Play America. Our new executive away, chef, girl. Adam, Plug he away. is so creative and imaginative with what he does. So, for example, we had a bar mitzvah this weekend, <clears throat> and the theme was a Jets theme, but mm. the child's name was Brayden, and, and the um, the logo was a football helmet that said B-R-A-Y on it. He literally carved out of a watermelon his logo wow. into a helmet and put it at the top of, like, the vegetables and cheese. and It's just... Little touches like that make things really unique and different, and um, and that's that's how we're gonna come up with something really cool for Jill. Chef, Chef Adam is that. awesome. Be- Chef be- Adam's awesome. Before we, we get him. to Adam and, <laughs> and uh, the rest of the iPlay Event Center conversation, is there anything that you did at Matt's party that you would say is a good learning lesson that you may Love not it. do for Jillian? Learning lesson that I right wouldn't here. do. Hmm, that's interesting. I didn't like where I put the photo booth. Okay. And I didn't like, I felt that it was a really big room and I had a lot of people and I really wanted a gigantic dance floor Mm -hmm. because to me I've been to a lot of events where the dance floor is small and it's like aggravating to dance because you're like literally sandwiched next to each other. Kids crammed up on stage and the adults are crammed in next to each other. Exactly. And then the kids, you know, usually take the stage in that front section. So, you know, where are the adults dancing, where they're having fun, but... I think I went a little overboard and made the dance floor a little too big. Well, that space is deceiving, too, that you have. You had yes. so much room. Right. That you're like, okay, this could be cool, but now, you know. Looking back. And, right. I, and I didn't really, the, the night of, I didn't feel that. I didn't feel that until I went back and watched the video. When we all and, sobered up. Yeah, and I was like, we're all so far away. So, but other than that, um, no, I think everything was... Perfect. From, from our perspective, too, it was it was perfect, I, flawless. It was it was literally one of the coolest. Was, it was so awesome. costume performance driven, like where we could really embrace a, a role or an idea, right. And jump full fledged into it and have. I mean, it was down to the point where we had the title belts up in front yeah. of like his cake for candle lighting. That was great. Like super cool uh, pop piece that made great pictures and made really really lasting memories because it, it was one of our jobs of the year. So uh, yeah, you know with the. Um, Oh, Towards sorry. the end of the year. The okay. one thing I do regret not yeah. doing, which I will be doing for Jill's, are those light up fire things. Yes. You guys got them a little late in the our sparkler. process. Yes. And the hubby like put the kibosh on me, but that will be a my because I think that's those are really cool and going with Jill's theme of like glitzy and things, I think that'll They'll look, look awesome. cool. The bank when was closed when we got those last time. <laughs> yeah. That was it. We got to introduce We did those a lot of nice stuff, the, but that process. but that part like, I got cut off. You'd be happy to hear. We asked our staff. Um, to give us their event yeah. of the year uh-huh. in, in like December, January, like what was your favorite event of last year? And we got many that said Matt Mania. That's Mania. awesome. Like, it was, you know, it's it's hard. I mean, we do as a company about three hundred events for right, a year, right. and it's really hard to pick a favorite. And you know, I I, I, had, I personally had a favorite in the mitzvah world. I had a favorite in the wedding, wedding world. world right. Favorite in the corporate, and it, it's really hard. But Matt Mania really stood out. And and you know. Part of the goal of this podcast is give tips. So right, sure. that, that tip about not having a dance floor that's too big mm-hmm. and, and photo booth location, these are things that we preached in our 
meetings with clients, keep a photo booth relatively close. Keep it yeah. in the main room. The, right. Some venues force it to be out in the lobby. And then no one uses it. Yeah, it's forgotten about, you know. Um, or a whole crowd is out in the lobby waiting for the use of the photo booth, and then they're not witnessing what's going on right. on the dance floor. Well, and that, when you, as you bring that up, that is one thing I did regret also is I never took a picture with my family in the photo booth. We were so busy all night, you know, partying and having a good time that the four of us, I mean, I have plenty of pictures of the four of us. Right. We never took a picture in, in the instance, photo booth. Yeah. We didn't take a picture in front of the step and repeat, those type of things. So we're I have to agree with you. All that in now. I know. Well, we'll, we'll <laughs> be sure to do it for Jillian's. Um, I mean, I see there's a lot of really neat stuff now with, with um, photo booths, too. So um, that's another thing. Make sure that you take a picture with your family. In the photo booth. Good tip. Huge. Good very, tip. very good tip. So why don't we move on now? Let's, let's sure. talk about iPlay. Sure. You've gone through transitions here. It's been iPlay America was the event center. When it first opened, it was called Encore, yeah. actually. People still call it Encore. So so give us a, a little rundown on, on the event center at iPlay, what it's all about, what your capabilities are. Sure. So we, um, we changed the name this year to the event center at IPA to really separate the event center from the theme park. Um, because we find that a lot of customers, when they hear I Play America, they're like, oh, I don't want to have my kids bar mitzvah at an indoor theme park. You know, right. it's like a big event. They want to do something elegant and nice. And a lot of times people don't realize that we have these unbelievable, amazing spaces on the other side of the building. Right. And you can utilize the park if you want, kind of like I did with Matthews during cocktail hour, instead of having the kids, you know, hanging out in the room during cocktail hour, being bored or bringing stuff into the room that I could, ha I literally have you down have the hall. It's right there. <laughs> we got party hosts and we got groups of kids together and you guys yeah. brought your dancers so they could bond with the kids before the party started and they were all in the park playing. They played laser tag. They um, went to arcade games and things like that. So one benefit with um, our spaces, you can use that mm -hmm. either in cocktail hour or we also do full park rentals once the park is closed at 11 o'clock. So the last hour of the party, sometimes people will take the advantage and have the kids go do dessert and That's one hell play at the end party, yeah. of the party, That's which really is cool. pretty cool as well. Um, so, you know, we changed the name because we wanted to separate it, though, right. and, and give that experience of, you know, you you have an event center, and if you want, we can close the air wall, and it could pretend like you're nowhere near I Play America at all. Um, we do have two spaces now. For a while, we had um, some smaller banquet rooms. We have since um, revamped that space to be our all-new Top Golf Swing Suite, which is virtual golf and other types of games which is really awesome. Um, but so now we have the two bigger spaces, but all of those spaces can be um, piped down and draped to do a smaller event, or you can utilize the whole space for a large H event. How many people did you have at Matt Mania? I had 225 at okay. Matt Mania. And, and, and for the listeners, how many people fit in that event space? 
um, for a regular seated dinner with dance floor, we could do probably up to 700. So, wow. In, I mean, in that room, yeah. So, now, it worked. And Maddie's popular. It worked really well for me. He's yes, a popular yeah, kid. Yeah, but, but what it worked for was we had the big concession. Yeah. We had the big wrestling ring. We had an unbelievable setup with you guys. So, the merch all of that. Stand, took, the merch stuff, stand, yeah. the bar, huge bar. So, we... I literally ran, the reason the photo booth was where it was, was because I ran out of space. I should have put, Hard like, the great aunts and uncles back at that table and right. moved the photo booth where right. I put them. But, <laughs> um, you know, you, you live and learn. But, um, yeah, it's it's a gigantic space. But what I what we also just added was two breakout rooms to that space. So we hosted a bar mitzvah um, a few weeks ago. And typically what we would have done is we would have piped and draped down part of the event center space and do, did the service on one side of the room and then the party on the other. But now with this um, this breakout space, we were able to fit all of the guests in that room. And so they were in their own room, private you know, kind awesome. of space, which was great. They could all um, congregate right afterwards in the space that would have normally been the place for the service. And then they went into the party. Do you guys have a minimum number of guests required? Um, we have a minimum spend okay. for for each space, but it varies based off of time of year. So I would just encourage people to call because if you're doing, you know, a late summer bat mitzvah, you may not have to hit as much of a minimum as if you're doing it. And December. I ask because you know, so many of our clients, they initially they think I play is just too big, and yes. for you to have 220, that's a common number. That's right. not. It's not a huge party in uh, guest count, right. and it fit. It worked, you know, it worked based on great. everything that we said that we did. Yeah, and that's what I think people need to really understand about our spaces. Our bigger space, Warehouse mm -hmm. One Hundred, which we just, you know, we're doing a whole big rededication of this. That's space right, folks. Next they week. have a bigger space than yes, the one we talked bigger, about. Yes, bigger, believe it or not. And we hosted a bar mitzvah uh, this weekend uh -huh. in that space, and. You would think... That was the Jets one. Yeah, and they had about 150, 200 people, but they made use of the space, too. So right. if that's the type of event that you're looking, a warehouse kind of style, very New York City, lofty feel, mm -hmm. um, raw, it, it's really, really cool. Um, the event center, what I also love about that space is you can make it what you want it to be. So you go into a lot of banquet rooms or country clubs and so on and so forth, and you have to live with the decor that's in and the four walls that they space, got, yeah. right? And for some people, that's that's a plus, and you know you may want that because you're trying to do this very elegant upscale type of thing, and the colors work, and the lighting works, and you're like, okay, I want this because I want this room. Right. But then there's sometimes you look at a space and you're like, oh, but. You know the the carpet is red, white, and blue, and my colors are pink and gold. I mean, mm -hmm. it really. We can see pictures online of decorators that recarpet a room, and Re yeah, right, I or mean, they it, pipe and drape the walls. Crazy and, to think. And things like that can be really expensive when you're looking at putting on an event. So what we have is our walls are stark white, and we have wall washes that you can change the lighting. So if you look at Matt's, everything was very red, mm -hmm. but. You know, when it comes down to Jill's, everything will probably be pink. Right. So I can change the room with light, and we just put down new um, gray wood floors. So that is very, you know, neutral as Mo well. It's so modern, it's, it's trendy. Modern, you exactly. Know. Paired with the LED screens and the lights that we have, we have in-house lounge furniture, we have light-up bars. We have so much in-house that when you work with us that we can provide to you right. and really 
cut out some of the extra things that you can save money on and put money towards other things like you know this ain't LED this ain't your dad this you. ain't your daddy's theme park we right, got exactly. you know like yeah we have we have got some really so cool stuff di- here different so things here yeah what's the planning process so if somebody comes in they they've never seen the space before uh-huh. uh, who do they talk to here first you know right. how how do they get how do they get from A to Z if they were going to book a party? So basically you would call up. You'd ask to speak to one of our event planners. Um, we have several upstairs that will work with the client. They'll um, set up a site visit so you can come in and see the space in person. And then um, they'll work with the client on menu. We'll, we'll sit and talk about what the budget is for uh, per guest. I mean, it's a room minimum, but it's not a price per head minimum. If you have 600 people, then obviously you can spend a lot less a head than if you have 150. Um, but that minimum is in, encompasses your cocktail hour, your open bar, your lounge furniture, all the extras that we can provide uh, for the bar and bat mitzvah guests. Um, and then, so we sit down, we talk about you know what budgets are, what their vision is of the event, uh, Jen will put together, or Ashley, or Brittany, and one, any of the girls up in in the um, shout out to sales those office. lovely ladies. Yes, those we, we, and we have Jess's rock star team. Yeah, and they're they're awesome and very knowledgeable, and have done a lot of different events. Um, so they'll they'll show different setups for the room, how we can achieve what the client's looking for, and then we'll go and we'll have a meeting once they decide, okay, you know what, I, I'd like to work with you guys. We'll have a meeting with our VP in food and beverage and our executive chef, and we'll look at the different menu selections, but then we'll sit and say, okay, you know, your daughter's bat mitzvah theme wants to do, you know, um, pink and green colors. So then Adam will come up and we just, this is actually a true story, he'll say, oh, well, why don't we do salmon with a green pesto so it matches the color Very scheme cool of the of the menu. Or he'll come up with, like I said, the carving of, of, the, of the logo somewhere or bring in an ice sculpture, all those different extras that you, you don't get in a lot of places. A lot of places, not knocking places, but you know, it's like, you know, pick 10 from item A, pick 10 from You're item B. Right. This, these are your choices of, you know, your carving station. And, and you can do that. If you want to do that, if you want it to be like cookie cutter, we have menus and they're beautiful menus and they're great. But if you're looking for that something extra, you're looking for that mitzvah of the year, mm-hmm. this is the... In my opinion, obviously, this is a place you're, to you're do it. Even if I in, didn't work here, you're turning you know? food in, into art, yeah, you know, exactly. like, and, and giving it its own look. And, and guys, just like you know, we take it on our end to design a room, and you know, everything matching the theme and the vibe and the colors. You're doing the same thing with your menu, and, and people don't really, I guess, think like that sometimes. Right. Like, right. I'm like, oh my god, you can have your food look amazing as well as exactly. well as it tastes. You know, exactly. Like like us, you hold. It seems like you hold your clients' hands from start to finish with we a really lot do. of personalization. Um, you become part of their family as, as we became part of yours. So. Exactly, we do. And, and, and we, you know, we understand how important this event is in the family's life. So we do everything we can to make the process as simple as possible. We have vendors that we will refer people to so they um, can get you know, people that we've worked with that we know are reputable and will do a good job for them. And, um, and then, I mean, I had a new party planner work an event this weekend, someone we all know, Lisa Eibler, mm-hmm. and she's never facilitated an event here. And she called me on Sunday. She couldn't stop raving about our team 
because, I mean, our VP of Food and Beverage is here the night of your event. Edwin, our banquet manager, everybody, I mean, Edwin can do no wrong. He's the greatest guy. And he just has, he's a consummate professional when it comes to running a banquet. So it's just from every little detail to making sure that everything's perfect for the guests. And we really care here. And I think that's I was just going to say that yeah. you guys, it shows that you care. Yeah. And you're not just a number as a client here. Exactly. And, and keeping, exactly. A, keeping a great culture within your realm is, is so important. I mean, just the way you speak about, you know, your teammates and the people here, it sounds like everybody's in it. Like Mike was saying, the night of, the day yeah. of, they want to, you know, their part that they accentuated, they want that to be well-received personally. Right. We, maybe, take, we take it personally. You know, maybe I mean, the best testament is we, we, we're very fortunate to do a lot of industry events, <clears throat> bank of managers, people that are in the business, and they often say they don't want to do their own party at their venue because they, it, it's the same all, like they experience all the time, or right. they don't want to feel like they're at work. And, and you've taken it just the opposite, and you're like... I'm going to do my party where I work and I'm going to challenge them and I'm going to do something more cool and more unique. And right. It, it's amazing. And, and it really tells how much you care about the facility too. Yeah, and that's that was like, you, you raised a really good point. I wanted to do my son's bar mitzvah here because A, I knew that this team could get done what I wanted. I knew this room could hold what I was looking for. And um, I wanted to show the world you know, through my son's bar mitzvah, what we're capable of here. Because I think that we've changed a lot our banquet business. Like you mentioned, when we first started, we did a lot with the banquet business. And then for a few years, we kind of shied away from doing too many bar bat mitzvahs, weddings, so on and so forth. And um, with over the last couple of years, we've really had a resurgence of it. Um, and you know it's not for everybody and I fully recognize that as well we want to be that special place we want to be that place like I said before if you're looking for that really wow bar bat mitzvah that that's what we do best um, because you know there's lots of places to go lots of great places in the area to go to host a bar bat mitzvah um, and I've been to lots of great ones all over this area uh, but I do think that we have the most impressive space and team and and what we deliver. It's I, awesome. I, you, you're making me think of two things. Number yes. one, we you know we mentioned Chef Adam a couple times. We got a huge shout out. Yes, this is an amusement park, but Chef Adam was on Hell's Kitchen. Correct. Was he one of the contestants? I think it was season fourteen. Yes. Um, I mean that's the caliber of yes. You know, creative cuisine that comes in here. You know, somebody that's worked with uh, Chef Gordon Ramsay. Yeah. How'd, you, how'd you guys actually find that? Like, how did he come across your to Adam? Your radar, yeah. So Adam was actually our chef when we first opened Encore, um, and he was great. He was with us for two and a half years, and um, our CEO's wife nominated him to be on Hell's Kitchen. Mm-hmm. So then he got on the show, and then he went on to do some other things and. By the luck of the draw, we were looking to bring in a new executive chef, and just timing was right. The planets aligned. Totally, because he reached out to right. us saying, hey, just check in and see what's going on here. And we were like, oh, my God. 
because we always talk about chefs. Well, I remember Way you were asking, you're like, hey, day, if you know any, anybody that's, that's looking to right. do anything. And Adam is just, I mean, I wasn't here when Adam was here, so this is my, I've been here a little over five years, but Adam had just left mm. when I came in. So I would look at pictures of, of food presentations, like, who did this stuff? Right. And I would always be like, that's oh, that was Adam. Adam. That was Adam. I'm like, can we please get this guy back? I mean, I, I mean, my husband keeps saying, why don't you marry the guy? I'm like, he just writes really awesome you know, food. I'm just bringing yeah, him home. He just makes, he, he loves food. He's creative. He's, um, he's just, I, I, I have only the greatest things to say about him and really respect his um, commitment to food and to making sure that things are fresh. And me, I mean, I saw him the other day. He's making the wonton cups himself. Most banquet facilities are going to buy the pre-made wonton cups throw the ahi tuna in it and call it. He's sitting there making every single cup. He's grinding his own meat for the burgers. And that type of stuff really stands out when you're eating the food. You may, may look the same right. as every other burger, but when you take like, a bite into fresh, it, like, you're going to know yeah. that that's so, an elevated So the listeners have no idea, but you know, I worked here for a full year. Yeah. I, I, before I became a partner at Explosive Entertainment, I, I was a banquet manager for 10 years at a nightclub in Trenton. Um, I learned a lot. I worked with a lot of great people, and I was looking for a change, and I came here to I Play America, and it was before they opened. I had six months pre-opening, walking around in a hard hat, giving tours, uh, and then six months after they opened, I had the opportunity to work with Chef Adam, and he was possibly the best chef I've ever come across. So cool, laid back, great personality, uh, but easy to work with. I remember it was always hard as a banker manager to go to a chef in the past and say, hey, I have a client that wants to try something different. And the chef would normally shun you away, but Adam was like always open-minded to it. Yeah, he's, he's great like that. And that's, I think that's something that a lot of people will gain from working with us here um, is, is that uniqueness that, that he does offer. It's mind-blowing, and I'm just grateful to have him. Really. Chef Adam, killing it, man. A Big shout Chef out. Adam. So you had mentioned a couple other people on your team that are rock stars. Uh, tell me a little bit about them. Jen and... Jen and Ashley and Brittany, and those, that's my crew upstairs, and they handle all of our corporate and social events. Um, we do lots of events, you know, not just bar and right. mitzvahs. We do 50th birthdays and weddings. We, we actually do a lot of... Uh, For all you mitzvah moms yeah. making the trek to do the uh, the big communion to the city, they also do big corporates, so... Big corporate. We Holler at Jess. Big communions, if, if, you know, someone's looking at that, if, you know, you got mixed families yeah. or whatever. Um, and then also Sweet Sixteens. Um, we do a bang-up job for Sweet Sixteens and... You know the court and all that. When you need that big table, right. I mean, it's a great space. Now, does anybody head up? Like, who's heading up certain aspects? Like, how does it break down? They all really work on the same things. Brittany's newer, so she's been doing some of our smaller stuff. But Jen and Ashley both really handle both things, social and and corporate events, and um, they're they're both amazing. Jen, Jen's one of the originals. Before she's an, she's before an, an I play OG. Yeah, Jen. I mean, Jen's Jen's my girl. Um, she's awesome. She's like you said. She's been here since the beginning. She has a really keen sense mm-hmm. for events and um, a real passion for she, event planning. She worked for an upscale event planner exactly. for many years before coming here. Exactly. So. I joke around with her. I'm always like, she's my bougie girl. But you know, <laughs> it, she's awesome, and and she she sets a very high standard for herself. And she's my lead salesperson, so she really is my 
top salesperson and kind of helps the rest of the team as being the most senior person here. Um, and she holds herself to a very high standard and, and in turn holds the rest of the team to that same standard. So we're going to deliver the best that we can for everybody. So I think the last topic to talk on, because we're right around our 30 minutes, uh, you just mentioned there's a lot of other venues in the area mm -hmm. that, that you know, you're aware of, you've been, you're in the circuit, you've gone yeah. to. Um, without naming names, are there any trends or things that you're seeing that you're liking? Or are there any things that you're seeing at other venues that you dislike that you would advise a, uh, a potential client to caution them, you know, stay away from them? I guess one trend that I really love and I've kind of adopted, starting to adopt here is the um, past dessert. I really like not having like, you know, a place that everybody then again leaves the party to go, it's really cool to be able to be on the dance floor. Especially and towards the end, right. when it's like, oh, I'll just get my dessert and I'm out. Right, exactly. Um, so I, I like, I'm seeing that a lot. I'm seeing a lot of um, ethnic foods added into um, what, what people are doing. Um, as far as, I'm trying to think as far as things that I don't like. I have to... Most of the venues I've been to, I, I think, do a really great job in this area. I, I really do, and even some of the ones that I've been to further north. I think each venue offers something unique, and it's really up to the mitzvah parents. Like, what can A, you get for the amount of money that you're spending? I think one thing, another little extra plug for iPlay, is that I think a lot of times people shy away from doing something at iPlay because they think it's going to be too expensive. Mm -hmm. And while maybe our price per person, maybe a little bit more than some of the other venues. I really encourage people to check us out because what you get for that amount, i.e. lounge furniture groupings, your concert grade lighting, the LED screens. My man's room. making the wontons. Yeah, I mean, a man making By the hands. wontons. Um, Come on, people. The, all of those things um, add to your bottom line cost. Yeah. So if you look at your budget and you say, okay, well, if I don't have to spend X amount on this, I can put it towards, you know, an upgraded screen with you guys or the hat station or other things that, you know, your guests can leave with or, or um, add more to your food or, or whatever, whatever you want to do. So that, I think that's a, a great thing. And then I see a lot of, you know, the ex exit sampling. I mean, mm -hmm. that's become like a huge thing. It's funny because my family owns a deli in Baltimore, and when I got bat mitzvah, my grandfather made these bags, and in it was Jessica's pickles, a salami from the deli, a, like branded salami, and a Jessica's mustard. You're starting a trend. I love it. I'm like this man started a trend. Had no idea. Yeah. I mean, it was just he was such a great marketer, my grandfather. But he, it was a surprise. I didn't even know right. that it was that that's what he was doing, but. Now it's almost become like a necessity. But the cool thing that we can also do here, and I don't know if other venues do this, but mm -hmm. we can actually create exit favors for the mitzvah client. So, um, you know, if, if you wanted, to, you did like a, a tailgate theme and you wanted right. to do, you know, burgers and fries, we could do burgers and fries and do a sticker and, and help the, the mitzvah family. And brand with it. Their, yeah. Brand it That's and do everything cool. they need. So. Yes, that's what I've been seeing awesome. around. Yeah, this has been a fun episode. A lot of good advice. I hope so. Um, so, how do people find you and I play? Yeah, give them the rundown. So, if you're looking at an event, um, you can go to the event center at ipa.com. 
You can also go to iPlayAmerica.com and click on our spaces, spaces, but if you really want to see exclusively the spaces that we have, all of our room spaces, um, the event center at IPA is the best place to go. You can also call us at 732-577-8200 and just ask to speak with someone in the events department, or you can fill out an inquiry form on our website and one of our um, personalized you know event planners will get right back to you within 24 hours I mean that's the other thing was really great with our team I've heard horror stories about people calling venues and no one calling them back for days weeks right. it's my, almost like they don't want the business it's crazy it's my crazy. team will get back to you within 24 to 48 hours you will hear back from them in one way shape or form um, so we're real good like that as well very cool awesome guys well this has been another episode of Mastering Mitzvahs. Jordan Marshall, Mike Langsner, our incredible, wonderful, amazing friend and amazing, amazing banquet facilitator, the lovely Miss Jess Schwartz in the building. And uh, it's been our pleasure rocking and rolling. And hopefully you guys enjoyed us. If you have any other questions, you can check us out, uh, xeevents.com. All of our social media platforms with Explosive Entertainment, as you guys know. If you have more questions, you can hit Mike or myself up directly. We'd love to talk to you and tell you a little bit more about this episode. We can help break you down, uh, get you over to Jess a little bit quicker as well, too. So thanks so much for listening to us, guys, and we'll see you next week.